Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're continuing our examination of the Gospel of Matthew. We're in the second chapter. And we've seen where uh, wise men have come and visited. We looked at that last couple episodes and how Joseph uh, had a visitation by the angel of the Lord in the dream. And the angel told him, hey, get up, take the child and his mother, flee to Egypt and remain there until I tell you. For Herod is going to search for the child and to destroy him. So Joseph did exactly that. And there's a lot of things to uh, reflect upon here, folks, and meditate upon and wonder about and think about. And uh, I want to point out a couple of them. Uh, one is that Joseph receives these instructions, these directives through dreams. Again, there's four times when Joseph had dreams. And he got up and did what God told him to do with each one of these in these dreams. Too often we as believers think that, well, the Lord doesn't do that kind of thing today. He doesn't speak to us in dreams and in visions. <clears throat> he does. Okay, he does. He speaks through his word. He speaks through dreams. He speaks through visions. He speaks through the spirit. He speaks through his body to each other. And here he gave him instructions, get up, take him, flee, and remain there. And Joseph did that. And at the end, verse 15, it says this, he remained there until the death of Herod. This was to fulfill what had been spoken by the Lord through the prophet. Out of Egypt, I called my son. And so one of the more interesting uh, studies that you can do, and maybe not a study, but just keep your attention on this thing, is how the writers of the New Testament interpreted the Old Testament, how they apply it. Okay, Here we see that it's a quote from the Old Testament. My little cross-reference here uh, refers us to Hosea 11, 1 and Numbers 24, 8. Now, out of Egypt, I have called my son. And so when you sort of see how they use the Old Testament, it really brings forth some nuances and some things. As a matter of fact, the next three verses are even a better example of that. And I thought we would spend some time sort of chasing this around in relationship to these three verses. So let's look at these three verses, and then we'll go and begin because we're going to do a cross-reference. This is an extended passage here, and uh, sort of uh, uh, see how the Spirit moved upon the writers of the Scripture. Verse 16 says this, And then when Herod saw that he had been tricked by the Magi, he became very enraged. So let me stop right there. So remember what the Magi did. They went home another way. They were warned by God in a dream, okay? And they were warned not to return to Herod. And so here, uh, the 16th verse is translated in English that when Herod saw that he was tricked, but that Greek word actually means mocked, ridiculed, okay? Most of the times when it's translated in the Scripture, it's translated uh, twice as mocked, mocked five times, mocking for ridiculed once, and then tricked. And so he received this as a mocking of his authority, of his kingship. Because remember what uh, he had told the Magi to do. 
Remember that? He says, you come back to me when you find that child, and I will go and worship him too. Well, apparently, they believed him at face value, but God warned them. And so they believed the dream and went another way. How did he receive that? He received it as a mocking, and he was furious. Verse 16 continues. So Herod sent and slew, killed all the male children who were in Bethlehem and all this vicinity from two years old and under, according to the time which he had determined from the Magi. Remember when he'd ask him, hey, tell me, when did y'all uh, see this star? When did you see this? He knew what he was doing. He was going to deal with this, quote, newborn king, unquote. He was going to kill him. And so now he's got a time frame. We see here that it's in all the vicinity from two years of age and under. That's the reason you know, a lot of times people say, well, and when the Magi came to see Jesus, he was two years old. <clears throat> no, 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 I don't think so. I think he's probably a year, a year and a half old. Well, why is that? At the most. Well, you know, Herod was nothing if not shrewd. So he was not going to sit there and say, if the Magi had said two years ago, he was going to kill everybody three years of age and under just to make sure. And that's that type of mindset. So he killed all the male children that were in Bethlehem and all its vicinity, the outlying areas around there. Now, we don't know how many uh, young boys this was. A lot of times people want to think that it's hundreds of kids that were killed. Uh, probably not that many. It probably numbered in the dozen. One is horrific, you know. But I remember, you know, in times past, I thought it was just, you know, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of kids. No, not really. Because Bethlehem was a small area. And even around the vicinity, boys that were two years of age and under. But we simply don't know. We do know that it, it was many, probably several dozen. Verse 17 and 18, though, tell us something. And this is what we're going to chase around. And apparently, I'll start doing it in the next episode, verse 17. Then what had been spoken through Jeremiah the prophet was fulfilled. That's what verse 17 says. Then verse 18 gives us what was spoken through Jeremiah the prophet. Verse 18, a voice was heard in Ramah, weeping in great mourning, Rachel weeping for her children, and she refused to be comforted because they were no more. And so, you know, we're, we're likely familiar with this quote, we're likely familiar with what it's speaking of. But I want to go back, and I think it's Jeremiah uh, 31 is where it appears. And I, we're going to go back in the next episode or two and look at this because it's really intriguing. I'm going to tell you what the, the, the short of it right now. It's, uh, yeah, Jeremiah 31, 15. The first 14 verses of Jeremiah 31 tell the people of the Lord, Israel particularly, <laughs> what's going to be happening in the days yet to come about how God's going to be with them, how God's going to bring them together, the wondrous and the glorious things that are going to happen. And then in verse 15, after reaching this great conclusion of everything that's going to be happening, he speaks this right here, a voice is heard in Ramah. And what it does is giving them a hint and giving them an idea of some of the things that are going to take place before this happens. Because you have all this stuff, and it's good stuff. It's all like good stuff that the Lord's speaking to in those first 14 verses. But then he says this, okay? Matthew, led by the Spirit, 
interprets that for us. And he's saying, this right here, where Herod killed all these young men, is what Jeremiah was prophesying when he says that a voice is heard in Ramah, okay? The city is, is north of Jerusalem right there in that, that area. That a voice weeping in great mourning. That Rachel, and that's a picture of uh, Israel. Rachel was the wife of uh, Jacob of Israel. Weeping for her children, and she refused to be comforted because they were no more. The children were dead. The children had been killed. From the very beginning, the enemy was seeking to kill, steal, and destroy. Uh, the plan that the Lord has for redeeming all of creation to himself. So we'll chase this around because I think it's, it's very, very insightful. For now, just know this. Herod was furious because he felt like the Magi had mocked him. He killed all these boys two years of age and under. He thought he had dealt with this. Little did he know that all he was doing was fulfilling what the prophet of the Lord had already told him was going to occur. Well, again, I'm Dale. We'll continue. I'll see you in the next episode.